Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns got your whole life ahead of you and if it doesn't work you know try something else until it does work i'm not going to say like every day you enjoy because i've had some days where i've really don't enjoy it but yeah there's more highs than there is lows Hi everyone, welcome back to this podcast, welcome to this week's episode. I hope you're all enjoying your morning or afternoon. This week I am joined with an old school friend called Patrick Fenner. Patrick, would you like to say hello? Hi everyone. I don't think I've ever said Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Pat from now on. So Pat, would you like to tell us basically where are you working at the moment, what are you doing at this minute in time? So as you know, Leah, I am a second year out of four years uh, plumbing apprentice. There's sort of a relatively large company in Coventry. Um, what's the company called? Called JLN. So yeah, they they do um, boilers and air conditioning and bathroom. Quite quite a large amount. Yeah. Yeah, they seem very different to me. Like when you're working on them, does it change on a daily basis? Yeah, it depends really. So like summertime, mainly we do bathroom just because it's easier because, you know, no one really wants to go in the winter without their bathroom. Yeah. Uh, sort of from like now onwards, late September, we do mainly boilers and then boiler breakdown bits like that, new radiators and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So would you be able to tell us what your weekly schedule is like? Like what are your hours? What are you working? So I do 40 hours a week sort of. My daily routine would be getting up for about six, maybe half six. Sometimes I've, I've started recently going to the gym in the morning just because it's like the nights are getting a bit darker and a bit colder. So I kind of like get home, snuggle into my dressing gown and sort of in the summer I'd go to the gym in the evening just because it's like the weather's still nice. And But now it's like I feel like I've got more energy in the morning to, to do that. So from, from the gym I'll then go to work for eight o'clock. So you go to the gym for work at like half six, seven? Yeah, so I'll go, I kind of leave here. I 
when I first started, I'd leave for about half six, and then half six to eight, I found was quite a like, long time. So I've now started leaving here about seven to like say 40 minute workout. Because, like, luckily for me, work is literally around the corner from the gym. So I'll Perfect. hop straight in the shower from the event and then go to, the, uh, go to work. Yeah. So you like bring all your like work clothes with you. What are your work clothes? Like, what do you have to wear? I wear polo polo shirts and they're like if you'd imagine cargo trousers they're like just work trousers and then it, it depends really what I'm doing so I have safety boots but I don't wear them really I wear trainers just because they're so much comfier and like the problem is because I'm in and out of people's houses it's like I don't really want to wear a pair of boots in because they're dirty so I'll, I'll leave the boots for when we do um, site work to like commercial buildings, like large buildings. But yeah, usually tend to wear training. Yeah, comfier and it's quite like a faff taking your boots on and off. And do you find your work clothes like comfortable or because you have to wear them every day? Is it just a bit annoying now? No, they're, they're okay. So I buy, I buy my trousers. Obviously work give my t-shirts to me but like trousers wise so I've gone through loads of pairs just because I'm just trying to find what's comfiest so it's like I've bought numerous pairs of trousers and then I wear shorts in the summer just because <laughs> I, I don't really want to wear big yeah. baggy trousers in the summer it's, it's nasty but yeah yeah no not in a heat wave so you have um your weekends off yeah it's quite nice I, it, it depends like so luckily for me like you, you, you take your skills home so occasionally if uh say someone someone like a family friend or something needed something doing i do that like i did uh my mum's friend recently i did uh she asked if i could do a radiator for her there's like a couple of hours saturday so i just went and did that and then like i had to had to do an outside tap for my grandma recently no i was gonna say that i was thinking people are definitely gonna be calling you up because someone's always gonna need a plumber like it's a job that will you know it's always gonna be in demand yeah and that is the good thing like because they're like all the lads that work here they all take their vans home but like for me i don't drive a van but i take my tools home so i'll just go and do like odd jobs in my car like family friends and stuff because it's just it's just easy i wouldn't I wouldn't do a massive job, but it's like, you know, if I could fit a radiator in the boot of my car, then, um, yeah, it's fine. Then you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and like the problem being a, being an apprentice is you don't, uh, the money you would, as if you were qualified, so you kind of make make up for it occasionally doing odd, odd little jobs. Yeah. And um, how long is your apprenticeship for? So it's four years. So what's quite annoying is, so I went into it two years ago. But if I if I knew straight after school, like being sixteen, I wanted to go into this, then I'd, I'd have been qualified a year ago. Which I find that I find that quite annoying. But it is what it is. It, it's yeah, it's the same same time as a uni degree. But at least I've I've got a job after it. Whereas like what I find is, I've spoke to people and they've said like they've left uni and they've they've got jobs and the job's not even what they did at uni. No. So yeah, like at least I know that me doing an apprenticeship is what I enjoy and I chose it but I knew I'd enjoy it. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm very happy doing what I do. And obviously I know you're not earning the salary you would if you were qualified, but at the same time you're earning a lot more than any other student like 
our students are just losing money in so much debt. So that's also the positive about it. Yeah, that is that is the good thing. Like at least I'm not getting into debt. Yeah. And like yeah. See how I looked at it. I thought I'd be like three or four years ahead of like people that went to uni, but. Obviously, because I only got into it at the same time as people doing A-levels finished off. So me qualifying will be sort of similar time to everyone in our school year leaving uni. So, yeah. yeah. No, so it, it matches up. And now just looking back, do you remember at what point you thought, I do want to go into this, I do want to do this apprenticeship, like I do, I do want to go down this route of plumbing? Not really, but just because like... From doing the talks with the career advisor at school, I was set on automotive engineering. From school, like, I used to love cars. I used to think, yeah, that is my dream job. So I got an apprenticeship doing that first and then did it for two years and then realised that it wasn't for me. So, yeah, from then I've gone into plumbing since then. And honestly, I, I wouldn't look back. I love it because at school, like I used to like woodwork. That was like probably my best subject. I just, I think I put like my most into doing that because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so doing that, I always thought I want want a hands-on job. Yeah, and also your two years in working for you know in automotive engineering, that's experience that no one can take away from you. I know you're saying it's frustrating that you started this two years after. But like I said, it's experience and more experience than other people. Yeah, for sure. It's good experience. But when I was, I don't know, it's also negative experience. But it's experience that, yeah, I can take away from it because not every job you're going to is going to be easy. Because my time there is like just because you're an apprentice and you were young, people sort of took advantage of that, like treated you differently to, mm. to someone who'd be qualified. Like you were sort of, say, changing a tap the next day doing a boiler there's like every day's different and I'm not going to say like every day you enjoy because <laughs> I've had some days where I really don't enjoy it but it doesn't outweigh the the advantages don't outweigh the disadvantages so yeah there's more highs than there is lows yeah no definitely that's good and everyone stays yeah like you say everyone does have those days but those days are far less than the good days and that's when you know that you're doing the right thing and motivate you and keep you going for the for the next two years yeah because like so i've done like the plumbing side of it now and i've got the gas side to do now people say that's the hardest so i've just got to wait and see so it's a totally different ball game gas to the electrics yeah so it is and it isn't like from Everything you do with plumbing, you work your way up to the gas. With the gas, you've got to go wrong than there is with the plumbing. Because with plumbing, the worst that's going to happen is, like, going to, say, flood someone's house. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it's great, but with gas, you're working with a, a dangerous... So, you know, it, it's got the potential to cause explosions and stuff like that, yeah. Have you heard any horror stories of anyone flooding anyone's houses? Do you know what? No, I haven't really. But, like, yeah, it, it doesn't really happen. The most that sort of happens is, like, leak through ceilings and little things like that. Because the thing with, like, cold water pipes, so it's a constant flow coming in from, like, the road, say, like, from Seven Trent. So if you had a, a cold leak, you'd know about it because it's constant water. Whereas on, like, heating pipes if you have a leak on a heating pipe it will just drain i think they're filled to like one and a half bar of pressure couldn't tell you what that would be but that would be far less damaged than like a cold pipe burst yeah i was just curious about that so 
do you think anyone sort of influenced your decision to go into plumbing? I don't know, maybe friends, relatives, the careers advisor, or do you think it just sort of came off your own back? From day one, when I did do engineering, I kind of did have moments where I thought, I wished I'd done plumbing, but I'd say say the main person that kind of influenced me to leave, because that was the issue I had. It was the, the leaving that all behind and then starting a new career. So basically, I would say Lydia influenced that because she just said, like, sort of, you've kind of got to actually take that leap and just, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You're young. So but I think she kind of said, like, got your whole life ahead of you. And if it doesn't work, you know, try something else until it does work. For me, it was just building up the courage to actually hand in a, a letter of resignation and say, it's not for me. And that was hard. That was the hardest part, to be honest. That's confidence. It wasn't... The... Because how are you, like, sure enough about that decision? Like, there's always that doubt in your mind that you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. But luckily for me, I didn't have to, to face anyone doing it because you're in COVID. <laughs> so I just sent a little email across and that was it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Uh, like you're even that... I, like you you know your co-workers well the people that you've been with every day yeah and, and like the fact the company had paid for me to go on a course to qualify that, that's what I was worried about most because I thought like in my contract if you do leave prior to the four years then uh, you're eligible to pay back some of what we've paid for you to go to college but luckily none of that was true so that, like, I'm grateful for that part because it is, it's a massive cost for them to send you. Because, like, they're not just paying your wage. They're also paying for you to go go to college one day a week. For me, the one day at college, work still pay your wage for that day. And even if you get to college and there's no tutors there, still paying you to be there. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm sure that doesn't happen too much, but it is, like you're saying, the money is adding up then. Yeah, quite an expensive uh, thing to pay for. But, like, I think... To be honest, with apprentices, they, the positives outweigh the negatives to get. An apprentice is on a very little minimum wage, but the, the things they can do for a company are massive. I like some of the work I do at the minute, someone who's qualified would do the exact same work, but at a much larger amount of money. Like me, if I went into a house and was doing, say, radiators and stuff, I'm doing the same, same job someone qualified does. But obviously, they can charge that amount of money because they're qualified. They've got that company on, yeah. on their CV that they can they can say. Yeah. Yes, it's reassuring to you to know that in the future, after these next two years, you're not going to be doing something different or new. It's stuff that you'll know inside out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it'd just be on my own, which uh, like I think that's the hardest part. Because at the minute, I know if something goes wrong, like... There's always someone there to take over. But, like, when you go out on your own, it's very hard. Where if you're on a job on your own, there's, there's no one else there but you. Because I think that's the difference for me at the minute. It's like, yes, I'm an apprentice. But the main difference between an apprentice and the engineer is the engineer can actually do everything on his own. But for me, it's like, I could do everything on my own. But if something doesn't go right, someone's there to actually guide me. Yeah. So do you think you'll miss sort of having that second opinion? Do you think it's just like a confidence thing, thinking, yeah, I know I know my stuff, I don't need to ask anyone else? Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, at the minute, because I've been doing it a while, it's like, I, I do know most stuff. Not, I, I don't want to sound big-headed, 
headed by that. But like, no, so like the guy I work, he said that he's like, you know, you know, all your stuff is just that getting the paperwork to then go out and do that stuff on your own. That is the difference between the next few years. But yeah, no, it's like I think that will be scary going out on my own. But it is what it is. You've got to do that to actually see how it works. And and like the good thing is. The, the people who work in the office are going to be the ones to, to know when I'm ready to actually take that leap. Yeah. Yeah, that's reassuring. Just thinking about it, because obviously your job helps people instantly. You know, if, if someone's not secure in their home, they can't go to work, they can't carry on with their life. So do you find that people are really grateful when you come and help them and fix things? Do you feel like you get, you know, some recognition from that? Or like, how do people treat you when you go into their homes? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because, like, houses are, like, people's most prized possession, aren't they? Like, for most people it is. And, like, yeah, when you when you do turn up, probably sort of 80% of people are very, like, accommodating. They, they're, like, grateful that you've come. Because the, the good thing about where I work is, so, they have um, an app that it tracks the van. You know, like, sort of DPD and the likes of them where it says, you are stop 99, and you can see it getting closer and closer, but it's, it's it kind of works like that, but it says, Patrick is on his way to your house. <laughs> He'll be there in five minutes. Something like that, yeah. The personal touch, didn't you? Yeah, because we've had it a lot where customers have gone out and um, you ring them, there's no answer, and you're just stood outside the house. So you have to then phone the office to then see when they're going to be back and it's like you're the middle person then because it's between the office and the the customer i think someone once said it was like plumbers are kind of like the fourth emergency service fourth or fifth because if you have a water leak plumbers are going to be there immediately whereas like electricians kind of say if you had a power cut late at night you wouldn't need it to be back on immediately it could wait until the morning. Whereas, like, with water, you need it to stop instantly. So you'd, you'd come out straight away. A lot of companies do um, a 24-hour service. So say you did have a leak at night, like, you'd ring someone and they'd come out straight away. But I don't think that's the same for electricians. But, yeah, you're right. I'd never thought about that before, how it is the fourth or fifth emergency service. Yeah, because if there's a water leak, like you said, that has to be sorted straight away. That can't, that can't wait. Oh, yeah, especially, like, if you're in a flat as well, and it's, like, if it's coming into your flat, it's going to be going down into everyone downstairs as well. So something like that has to be sorted very quickly. And do you feel the pressure from this, that, you know, this is someone's home, this is something that they love, and, you know, it's kind of up to you, you know, it's on your shoulders to make sure that everything works and is okay. Do you feel that pressure? Yeah, definitely. Like, I've I've had it before where... took a radiator off in someone's house downstairs and because the customer had come in and she was just about to offer me a cup of tea and she I think she'd asked me did, did I want a cup of tea and I didn't realize there was there was still a load of pressure in the pipe and I had my thumb over like one of the ends of it I took my thumb off and it all just sprayed up her wall and it was black oh. she had, like they looked fresh no. freshly painted white wall all this black muck just went straight up the wall. The lad I was working with, I was like, I think, so yeah, it sprayed up the wall and then I quickly put my thumb back over to, to stop it. She she just said, um, oh, I was gonna offer you a cup of tea, but um, but don't worry about it now. 
and I was like, I said to her, I was like, can you, can you get George? So George is who I work, work with. She quickly ran up the stairs to grab him. Yeah, that wasn't one of my best moments. Oh, no. Like we, I think everyone, because the lad I work with, he's had it as well, where the same thing happened. There was still a load of pressure, and it, spread, it sprayed all over this um, customer's bed sheet. Oh, yeah. no. It, it does happen. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, it's a hard call because, like, your room for margin of error is very small. Like, you can't get something wrong, especially, you know, the next two years when you've been doing gas. Like you said, it's dangerous. So, you know, there'd be this sort of stress in the back of your mind thinking, just basically doubting yourself. I know you know it inside out, but it's just kind of those thoughts in your head thinking, um, am I going to get this wrong? I think the scariest thing I find is, like, you need a customer to be facilitating in those sorts of circumstances. But, like, the scariest thing is kind of going look like i have made a mistake and uh i'm sorry about it it's like but like when you do say that you don't know what they're gonna say because you are in the house and it, it could go south very quickly but like mo- yeah most people are um, really nice like but uh, you can get some people that, that aren't it's just not nice is it but hopefully most of the people realize that there's no way that they could do this themselves they would never like me i would never know where to start so they really do need you and you know they should really show you know how much, how much they appreciate your work because for them it's just a mystery like i would not know where to start yeah, but it's something that's so normal in, in like houses but like whereas when you go on holiday you, you don't see them that's what i find so mad like because obviously our climate is very cold so we need them. but like then when you go into like europe you don't see any radiator you see like the the air conditioning sort of stuff so yeah it would be interesting like taking your job and doing it abroad it would it would be different sort of utilities then because like you said yeah they don't know yeah, I've kind of said, like, for at least one year, I'd like to go out to Australia and do it because a lot of the UK plumbers, I know a lad who went out and he said he loved it and he made a load of money from it. But, yeah, like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to try it just because it's, di- it's different, isn't it? And, you know, if you're in a warm climate, what what more could you want? But I think, like, the way we work in the UK is completely different to how other countries work because I know that in Australia you wouldn't do like there's no way I'd do an eight till half four or five in Australia you can't because of the heat I think our sort of colleges and apprenticeship scheme I think are way beyond some countries elsewhere I'm not I would say Germany is meant to be up there with all of like the construction but other than that, I'm pretty sure England's meant to be way ahead from, like, other countries. So it's definitely a good place, you know, for you to be doing this apprenticeship. So do you think, thinking long-term, then, you do see yourself maybe working a bit abroad, but certainly working for yourself? Yeah, definitely. I'd like to give self-employment a go. It, it provides you so much flexibility, doesn't it? Like, I've said, like, if I have children and a family I'd like I would like to be self-employed because it'd be nice to especially in those early years it'd be nice to spend time with with kids yeah self-employment's meant to be very good for that and the pros and cons between being employed and self-employed they're they're quite similar because if you're employed you've got all your holidays accounted for Mm. like when you when you're self-employed it's like you're taking time off, you're not making any money from it. So I don't know. I just, I'll have to see in, in that moment whether I'd like to give it a go. But yeah, no, I'd, I would like to.
as for working away, yeah, I definitely want to give that up a go. Because I, I think, like, people say when you're young, you, you might as well do everything you want to do because there's no point looking back when I get get a bit older and going, I wished I'd done that. In that moment, if if you're thinking about it, you might as well just, just try it. And it, if it doesn't work, try it again, yeah. I think that's a great mentality to have thinking that it's okay because I feel at older generations especially it was like choose your one career you do that every day and um yeah there's you don't try an error you just you just stick to something but I think it's good that especially our generation are better at you know thinking about the picture as a whole and thinking that I don't have to just stick to this one thing and I can try different things and it's okay like you said it's okay if it doesn't work out yeah like my parents when I was leaving my first job they were like do you really think you should and I was like, only I know the answer to that. And if it doesn't work, like, it is what it is. But, yeah, like, I do think our sort of generation are very good for that. And if, if something's not right, you know it and you do something about it. Because it's like, like my, my mum, she, when, when I was leaving my job, she, she said, like, do, do what, you know, do what you want to do. Because I think sort of older generations like our parents generation they've you know they've been in jobs their whole lives and they think that's that's how it works but the way the way it is now is completely different where people can people can spend i don't know six months or a year in one job and and not like it and go to another job Mm. and if if you need to do that then so be it you got you've got to do it until something seems right because it is like only only you know that inner feeling, and if it isn't right, you do something about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for for me, the last two weren't weren't quite right. So so yeah, that's why I left. Yeah, no, I can com- completely understand, and that's good that you've got you know those long long term goals in mind. So that's basically where you see yourself in the next five years, then potentially working abroad, which is interesting to hear. And what I was going to ask was, how is your company with booking time off now for holidays and stuff? If you say well enough in advance, are they quite okay with that? Yeah, so so I get I think it's it's twenty five days plus bank holidays, which I think brings it up to twenty eight days a year. So my twenty five days, I can basically they don't want you to take time off in the winter. Because winter for us is the busiest time of the year. After the winter period, they're, they're, they're fine with it, yeah. I have a booking system on my phone, so I'll book time off and it gets it either gets verified or, or not. It's as easy as that, yeah. Another question I wanted to ask was, do you know roughly how many people are working for this company that you're working with right now? Sort of how many co-workers do you have? There's about four office staff, so we have two people on the reception who take customers' phone calls. There's a quote guy, so he goes out and quotes all the boilers and stuff like that. And then the owner, who he's there most of the time. So yeah, four in the office, and then there's about probably say about ten people out actually doing the work. So like everyone has an engineer and then apprentice. No, sorry, so there's three apprentices, me included. And then yeah, about 10 people. One guy who just fits mainly boilers. So he'd do a boiler a day. 
bathroom fitters and stuff like that, yeah. yeah so yours is a bit more, more varied because obviously that, that other guy's just doing the boilers. What I was going to ask was as well, um, after you made that decision to, to, leave your, to leave your last job, where did you sort of go in terms of finding this apprenticeship? Like, was it the first one you found or did you have a look at some others? No, I applied to loads of places before I got this one. So I was ringing loads because it was basically at my last plumbing company so it was sort of I want to say it was October yeah it was because I'd been told when I joined I think previous to August so I was there for a year so I joined about August time and I said are you going to send me to college all, all of that sort of stuff and they said if you do a year with us then we'll send you then so I did the year and then yeah it was October when I realised they weren't going to send me so then I started looking then mm-hmm. and the bloke I worked with he left so it was a small company, but he like he fell out with his brother. So I worked with the owner's brother. Fell out with his brother, and then he left and went self-employed. So I was left just working with like uh, one of the young lads, and I, I I think I had a conversation with him, and I said, "Look, what would you do? Like, I'm in a situation here where they haven't sent me to college, and." Basically, I couldn't go out on my own because I don't have the paperwork. I don't have plumbing or my gas. And they were like, well, you're quite capable of going out on your own, but that is the issue. They've not put you through your college. Um, so, so, yeah, so I started looking then, phoning people up during the day. No one had anything because um, it was September and everyone starts the, the college year. Bearing in mind... I was having a dentist appointment, <laughs> but yeah, no. And then they they offered me they offered me the job on the spot. Oh wow! So, yeah. So and then um, I was gonna go back in on the Monday and tell them that I was leaving, but then I thought this is too early to say that because they're gonna know Friday. Oh, job uh, <laughs> didn't just come out of nowhere. You'd have to have gone gone and spoke to them. Yeah. So I think I left it until sort of Wednesday or Thursday and then said, oh, I'm leaving. He was really, he was very angry about it. Really? Because in his mind, where I work now was his rival company. Um, yeah. So he was very annoyed about it. And I said, well, there's not, not really much I can do about that. And um, he, so he didn't actually know how much notice I had to work. He went and spoke to his wife. It was a small family-run business, so his wife did the office work. She came and said it would be a month. Oh. And I said, um, I said, that's fine. I went home because I was, I was a bit worried about it, but I just texted him and I said, I'm not coming back. And that was it. Really? I, went, I then went back. the Because the problem was I wanted a bit of time off or I then started somewhere else just because, like, Oh, no, I didn't want to leave. Yeah, I didn't want to leave a job and then go straight into another one. So I wanted like a couple of weeks off. So um, yeah, he we messaged back and forth and he was a bit nasty and just want he wanted me to drop my uniform off. So, so I, dro- I I dropped my uniform off at his door. Like jumped back in the car. Yeah, jumped straight back in the car and drove off because mm. I didn't I didn't see him. No, definitely. Not. He's just gonna be nasty to you. But the thing is, him being like that was never gonna make you stay. Yeah. He wasn't going anywhere by saying this to you. But um, how did you feel when, when this other company basically said to you on the spot, you, you've got the job? Like, how did you feel in that moment? You know, I was, I was so happy. Because it was an escape. Like, it was an escape from 
like getting out of a job. But I I fit in where I used to work. It was really like it was really nice if they'd sent me to college, because like I wasn't gaining anything from it, and neither were they. Because in order for me to be out on my own for them, I need all my certificates, and it was like I didn't understand why they wouldn't send me to college because it's it doesn't just do do them good, it does me good because hmm. I can earn them a hell of more money. I don't understand that. And did you ever get an explanation? No, never got one. They just said he didn't want to earn. I, I spoke to the lads and basically it's, it's sort of gone downhill since I've left. So three more people have left. Oh, wow. That says and, something. And there's only two people that work there now. Because it used to do well. Like, it had about eight people who worked there. Similar to... It's quite fairly busy. But, yeah, there's two people there. Two people, including himself, the owner, who, bearing in mind, when I was there, he was in the office. But he's had to come back and do the work to try and keep it afloat. But my, my only concern is now, like, because the plumbing merchants we use is quite small and everyone goes there. My concern is seeing him there because yeah. I've seen all the the people that used to work there in there. It's only him I've I've not seen yet because I, I don't know what he'd say to me. It's been two years, hasn't it? So, yeah. You'd hope he'd be happy for you, and you know, like you said, it, it's not like he was progressing you forward by not sending you to college. So it, it was his fault, really. And I bet you're glad you left when you did, hearing that later three people left after you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Where where would it have left me if I was still there? If there's three people left. Where does that leave an apprentice? Does he put me in a van and get me to do the stuff? I don't know. And he'd have to come and... Because if it was boilers and stuff, he'd have to come and sign it off then. Yeah. It's kind of basically saying that you've got that job security because it's not like how it is now where you're with the engineer. Yeah, I don't don't know, Leah. I really don't know. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm I'm hoping I don't come across him, to be honest. Because, yeah, like like you say, it has been a while, but some people don't forget stuff, do they? And no. some some very immature. Yeah. But, yeah. And he was immature with it. Because I was, I was young and I was like, there was no reason for him to be nasty. People people leave jobs. Right? It happens every day. <laughs> yeah, and you've got to get over it. Why would I stay, why would I stay when I don't owe you anything? Because if you're going to treat me like that, why should I not treat you like that? And it's not like your family or anything like that. You haven't got blood ties with him, so... Yeah, his brother, when, when I did leave, I messaged him and he said that... Because it, it went very sour with him, so I don't know if he talks to him anymore or not, but he said if I, if I needed any work to come and work with him. Oh. But I thought, I can't do that, because... Yeah, it's messy. Because, you know, if, yeah. When you start dealing with different family members... Yeah, but nice yeah. that at least he was nice to you when you when you left because otherwise you'd have that stuck in your mind. You know, it'd just be a bit of a sour thing. You know, leaving there, but at least you know it wasn't you and it was. Um, that, yeah, and like the, the nice thing was I, I chatted to all the the people that worked there as well without the boss there obviously, and um, they all told me to leave. They said they can't see. They they said they can't see it getting any better. So just take take the job and run, basically. And that's what you did in your van when you dropped the clothes off. Yeah, I did, yeah. And I think one of my last questions for you is, 
would you recommend what you've done, any part of it, to anybody else, any other young people out there? I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. I'm not saying it every day is easy or clean. <laughs> definitely not clean every day. But, yeah, no, I definitely recommend it. It's, um, it's a great career. Like, you know, it, it can take you anywhere. And I think like people still have a, a mindset where they think that, oh, yeah, because, you're, um, because you've gone into a, a, a trade job, you're not clever, you're not intelligent. I, I do still think that's there because I've, I've had it where a customer asked what school I went to and I hate saying where I went because it's like I could work in some like really horrible houses. <laughs> and he was like, what, what school did you go to? And obviously it's, when you say a private school, it's like, oh. So I, I said where it was. And the, the lad I worked with, he, he went to Bablet. So the pair of us were like, and he was like, really? I thought you'd, I thought people like you would be lawyers. And we were like, no, like, that's not how it is. Like, we've, we've both gone into this career because we enjoy it. Like, from me doing woodworks at school, I, re- I wanted to do a hands-on job. It's nothing down to uh, how intelligent you are or not. It's, it's what you enjoy. How is he measuring intelligence? What, he's measuring it on what school you went to? That's no IQ test to me. Like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, I, I think I've had that a few times where people have said, like, oh, really? Like, I thought, thought people like you go to uni and stuff like this. No, like, I never really, I never really wanted to go to uni. And, like, you shouldn't be made to feel like a letdown just by not going down that route. I chose to go down this route because I knew I wanted to do something with like properties eventually and you know property development so it's nothing down to the fact that I couldn't have done A levels or or gone to uni it's down to personal preference yeah definitely and if only more people realize that but it's the problem is in the school and how like we said before how how much they push you going to university because you know it, it ticks those boxes you know and it's harder to get an apprenticeship I think because a lot of people don't have to have an interview to go to uni and you don't have, you don't have to make a CV to go to uni so I think it's harder and I think for that reason school push you to go to university and unfortunately it's still like that yeah for sure but I I also think like there is a massive pressure on, on students. I know that because when when I did do the um, like I said to you earlier, when I did the careers, the careers woman, they direct you in that uh, A levels route, and I, I was like, no, that's not what I want to do. Like I knew there and then, it's not what I wanted to do. It's frustrating when someone sacrifices you. Yeah. But I think in the end, I was just like, okay. I knew I didn't want to do it, so I just came out of there feeling like I'd not not actually progressed. Like I still I still knew the, kind of the direction that I I was gonna go in, but she didn't help at all. But like it's all it's also parents as well, isn't it? Parents, some some parents are still in that way of, oh, but um, our family went to uni. Um, you're letting the family name down. Like you know, it is what it is. But only you can can choose your direction of life and my direction was plumbing yeah yeah definitely and it sounds like all the pieces of before you yeah yeah no it's, it is really good I, I would definitely highly recommend it. It, it that's that's the thing because if you know for me it was I never wanted to sit in an office and I like the fact that you've got people in this job that just take every day as it comes and there's a lot of banter with people in it so it's like 
yeah. it's it's definitely a complete different um, different to how an office would be as opposed to for being on a on a site or in someone's house. Yeah, I think on a personal level, I'd much rather you know spend my time speaking to people, you know, and being active rather than sat at a desk. It's generally nowadays just sending emails. I think I think that's the reality. I think for me, it was like it's quite a confidence boost because you're interacting with customers every day before. Like at school, I was very quiet. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say anything in class. Like I'd be very quiet. But now, like the fact that I speak to to people every day, I speak to customers. It's it's almost like <laughs> sometimes you can you can speak for too long, and then you're like, oh, I actually need to get some work done now. But no, it's it is nice. Like I I really enjoy that side where you can. But it's, I think it's the older people as well where they start telling you stories and you can't leave them alone then. No, and you just want yeah, to... Be- it, no, it is nice. Yeah, their stories. Because I, I had it, like, recently where it was almost as if the, the elderly woman was treating me as if I was her grandson. So it was like I'd been left on the job and um, she was like, oh, do, do you want any um biscuits? Do you want a cup of tea? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yes, please. And she kept feeding me and feeding me. I think in the end she was like, yeah, "Oh, I've got, I've got some ham in the fridge. Do you want a sandwich?" I was like, "No, I better not. Eat, I'll eat, eat the whole fridge out." Yeah. Oh, that's so nice that you but have like, a personal touch with with the consumers because a lot of a lot of jobs you, you don't see that. It's so nice that the work you do is is seen firsthand by the people that need it most. And it's nice as well because we like after we've like received payment for the job we have like there's, there's like a trust pilot page so people leave not like really nice reviews and stuff and it's like yeah it it, it makes you day yeah definitely nice but like obviously with like the old it's 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 nice and it's not because you don't see all the reviews from like the old people because some of them don't have iPhones and and computers but then the nice thing they do is sometimes they'll ring the office up and say oh Patrick was a lovely lad yeah he's really nice and you're like yeah it's made my day nice that's so (laughs) a lot of jobs don't have that sort of like you know customer feedback and to hear those nice messages is is lovely yeah it is is not yeah thank you so much Patrick for Patrick's Thank you so much, Pat, for speaking with me today. I hope you enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Sorry for taking up your time on a Sunday. I hope you've got a Sunday lunch coming. I have, actually. I'm going over to Lydia's now. Uh, um, yeah, so thank you so much and speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.